What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Man I Want to Be podcast. My name is Keaton, and I am your host. And today, we're going to be talking about prayer, which everybody was like, yes, prayer, the thing I know I should do and the thing I don't do nearly as often as I as I know I should do, or the thing you like when somebody you're at a dinner, somebody calls on you and you're like, Hey, will you pray? And you're like, no, no, I will not pray, but okay. You know what? Actually, you know what? I'll pray. And you like, you know, put your, do we hold hands? Do we put our hands together? We're we're holding hands. All right, Lord, thank you for, uh, pretty much everything, pretty much for everything. Yep. Yep. That's how we pray sometimes. If that's you, that's a common experience for a lot of people. And today we're going to be talking about prayer, how to pray, why to pray, those kinds of things. Actually, we're going to focus primarily on how to pray, how to pray, because I think most people will pray if they knew how, if they knew how to pray, because prayer is a little bit awkward. But before we get in that into that topic, please uh, head on. If you are watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button so that you can get all of my content. If you're watching on Locals, thank you for being a subscriber. And, and if you're just listening to this on the podcast, hey, you can listen on YouTube or you can join our community on Locals. Locals is a community that I'm trying to build out of of men who are ready to be better Christian men who are where we you know, we've got group discussion where you can, you can message me directly. There'll be exclusive content, all that kind of stuff. That's over on Locals, or you can just watch on YouTube if you prefer to watch the video, uh, or you can listen to this on your car, whichever one. But please go to those platforms. Please subscribe. Uh, that way you can, um, I know that you're li- you like what's going on, and that way the channel grows and we can reach more people, all those kinds of stuff. It's guaranteed to change your life. I can't promise for the better, but it will change your life. And like I said, today we are going to be talking about prayer. You've probably heard your pastor or your priest or your, you know, whoever, your mentor uh, talk about how much you should pray. You you need to pray more. Pray, 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 pray. I know I've heard it. I was actually recently at a, a conference at a church and the senior pastor got up and he walked us through. He prayed and walked us through one of his prayers and he gave this incredible sermon on prayer and he walked us through. It was the tabernacle prayer. And I was amped to pray. Amped. And I was so amped to pray that I went and journaled about how amped I was to pray. I didn't go and pray. I just journaled about how eager I was to pray. And maybe you've done that. Maybe you've been like amped to pray. You start you're like, oh, I'm going to do it. And then, you know, a couple of days you fall off and we just don't do it because it's a, it's a hard thing to do. Prayer is not exactly easy. One, we, it's foreign to most of us. We're like, what on earth is prayer? What is it? And so you want to figure out what is prayer. And then you, then you have to get like, how do I pray? And then you're like, what's the purpose of prayer? Like what, what is even this mysterious, mysterious thing? Well, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Okay. I do think there's two reasons we don't pray Two, I, I think one of them has to do with a general understanding of what, how, and the purpose of prayer, what to expect. But then the other one, I think that we, we, you and I, we should be honest with ourselves. is we, we don't pray and we don't search out how to pray because we don't think we need to. We're, we're, we're not humble enough to pray. When we pray, you can't be prideful and pray. It's impossible. You and you may not even think you're prideful, but if you're not praying, you might think I've got this. 
whatever this is. I've got this. I don't need to pray. I've got this. I can transform myself. I can help my family by myself. I can figure out my work by myself. I can by myself. I am the dictator of my future. You know, that's a great poem. What's that poem? Um, the Invictus poem. I'm the master of my fate. Not really. No, not really. You you are in a little bit, but not really. It takes a lot of humility to, pr- to pray. I love the Magnificent Prayer in Luke chapter 1. Mary, you know, Jesus, go, or not Jesus, but Gabriel shows up to the lowest of, of people in Nazareth. Mary's poor as poor gets. And she's the one who's chosen. And she's got this, this prayer and, and it says, you've scattered the proud in the thoughts of their heart. Meaning like, it, your heart has got a lot that, that you think you can do. You've got, you think, because out of, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. So what come, whatever comes out of your mouth is what you, what's in your heart. It's a fraction of what's in your heart. So if you think you've got this, what you have in your heart is an attitude of, I don't need God. And you do, you do. And I'm not humble enough. I didn't pray. I, don't, I hope I don't sound puffed up. Um, because I'm scattered in the thoughts of my heart all the time. But what I what I do know is that I rarely pray when I think I've got this. I ran this podcast, this platform, for two years almost without praying. That's nuts. I would pray occasionally that the Lord would bless it. I would pray occasionally that I would have good words. I didn't pray, though, for people who were listening. I didn't pray for insight. I didn't pray to be close to God. I didn't pray that this would be honoring to God. I didn't pray that I would protect myself from grandeur. And if you've looked at the view count, you're like, there's no there's no grandeur there, you know? Um, and I'm self-defecating. That's just fine. But I, I, I didn't pray. And it's because I got this. I got this. The posture of prayer has to be humility. It has to be. Otherwise, we're just scattered in the thoughts of our heart and we won't actually pray. We won't even come to learn what prayer is, how to pray, what's the purpose of prayer. Is prayer just me asking God for things? No, 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 it's not. And so I think that's that's the thing. We like That's the first thing that keeps us from prayer is we don't think we need to pray. And then we get to a realization one day where, where it becomes very apparent, I don't got this anymore. I don't got this. Usually for men, it happens when you have your first kid. If it's not by the first kid, it's definitely by the second kid where you realize, I don't got this anymore. I don't got it at all. Uh, or it's the first time you get in a fight with your wife. But I'm going to bet it's, you'll find out you don't got this when you learn when you have kids. I heard somebody say once, this is funny to me. <laughs> they said, I was the best parent in the world before I had kids. And then after I've had kids for 20 years, I knew how to, I finally learned how to pray. You learn kids will make you learn how to pray. So there's there's one reason that I think we don't pray. It's like we we we're not humble. But the the other one, the more com the one that's common after realizing we need God. Do we need God? We do, we do, we do. I know we meant huffed up. We need God. But then the second was like, okay, I know I need to pray. I don't really know what prayer is and how 
how do I pray? How do I pray? Because I will sit down to pray and I feel kind of awkward and uncomfortable. I don't know if I put my hands together or do I do this? Do I do this? Do I do this? Do I bow down? What do I do? And then I was like, okay, I said everything I needed to say to God and 45 seconds has passed and I feel really silly. You know, that's a very common experience. And I remember doing that several years ago and I was like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go buy a bunch of books on prayer and I'm going to learn how to pray. And so I went and bought a bunch of books like, like you do. I got, and I got all sorts of, I, I could recommend prayer books and I loved my prayer books. Richard Foster's prayer book was probably my, the best prayer book I've ever read. I've read the practice. Well, the practice of the presence of God is really good too. There's so many good ones. And, but in, in Richard Foster's, for example, there were 21 different types of prayer and how to do those 21 different types of prayer. And I was like, wow, this is just too much. And then there was theories on prayer and then what prayer is, and then the discipline of prayer and a lot of explanations of what prayer is and how important it was, but I still, I couldn't figure out how to do it. And it wasn't because the books weren't good. The books are fantastic and I would recommend them for depth, but I still was like, I don't know how, and it was frustrating. And then I realized this was, a, I think this is actually a, a relatively new understanding of something in the scripture. Because I've been praying, I would say, uh, I've been praying, especially in the last three months, my prayer life has really just kind of up and to the right, which has been awesome. I have to say before that, it was pretty flat. It'd be up and down. Um, I was really good at silence and solitude, really good at reading the scripture. Is if, Good, excuse me for being sounding like a madman bragging about how what good I am. But uh, when it came to telling God, what do I need? What do I want? What do I desire? What do I, just talking to God, I wouldn't say I, I was, I felt like an infant, I felt like an infant, but I could give a good sermon on prayer. Well, good. I could give a sermon on prayer. <laughs> keep saying the word good. But one of my favorite passages on prayer is actually Luke 11. And it was recently that I realized, oh, this, this is actually a good instruction on how to pray that's very obvious, very, very obvious. Excuse the sirens in the background. Somebody robbed a store or something. Um, hopefully, God bless those people. I hope they're okay. Um, the disciples, they're, they're noticing Jesus. They're learning from Jesus how to be like Jesus. They're supposed to be his students learning from him. They notice that they don't pray the way he prays. And so they go up to him and it's the cry of our heart today when we want to be prayer. Teach us how to pray. Te like teach me how to pray. I don't know how to pray. Teach me how to pray. And what he does is he gives them words to pray and it clicked for me. The best way to learn how to pray is to not use your own words. Like I can't underestimate I can't over explain how key this is. You don't learn to pray by using up the own words you conjure up as you bow your head and put your hands together. You learn to pray by using the words that someone else gave you. The disciples, they come to Jesus, who was a magnificent prayer, and they say, teach us to pray. And he says, when you pray, pray like this. And we have a great way of explaining away Jesus's words. Oh, he was giving, he wasn't giving them an actual prayer to like that. You repeat the words. It's a script and you need to first make sure you're praising God. And then you say 
make my will conform to your will. And you've turned it into a script. And I think, you know, that's fine. I think Jesus literally meant when you pray, pray this. If you want to pray, if you want to learn how to pray, if you want to know how I pray, this is what, not, this is what Jesus is saying. If you want to know how I pray, say these words. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And you're like, well, if I just say that, that feels like I'm cheating. No, I don't think so. I think Jesus, he also said, you're not heard for your many words. Pray this. And it clicked for me so deeply that the best way to learn how to pray is to use other people's words so that I don't have to focus on what's what what's in my heart already. I'm going to use somebody who's a master, somebody who has penned the great words of prayer, and I'm going to pray those. And again, like I said, I cannot, un, I cannot overstate this point enough. The best way to pray is to use the words that God has already given us. You don't need to come up with something on your own. Now, obviously, you've got stuff in your life. You have a job, responsibilities. You might have kids. You might have, you probably married if you have kids. I hope you're married if you have kids. If you don't, we'll pray for that also. You have a lot of stuff you do need to pray that is relevant to your life. But if you limit your prayer to that area, you're going to miss a whole scope of things. A whole scope. And you don't want to miss out on the fullness of the scope of prayer. And so it's good to use other words, which is why I think you should pray the Psalms. You should pray the Psalms. I have on my YouTube channel, you can go to a prayer list. I think it's called Pray With Me or Pray With Us. And all I do is I read a psalm and then I use that psalm to pray to God. I ask, I just use it. I go verse by verse and and make it personal to me because what I want is I want to help you learn how to pray. And I'm just repeating the way I learned how to pray. I learned how to pray by repeating the words in the scripture. Like, I'm not kidding. I pray Psalm 23 every single day. I pray the Our Father every single day. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I pray that every single day. I'm just repeating the words because those are the words that Jesus gave us. I pray the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want every single day because I want to be the own leader of my life. And I need to tell God that you are actually my shepherd. I'm not the leader here. I can lead a lot of people. I can't lead me. I need to be led by the Lord. I need to not let my wants and desires take over the entirety of my life. I need you to be my leader. And so I do, I pray those. And I I wrote these down. Um, you learn what prayer is and what prayer is as you pray. Okay. I read those books. I watched sermons, all of that preceded prayer. I didn't learn how to pray until I started praying because the best way to learn anything, I'm a reader. I love to read. The best way to learn anything is to imitate somebody who does it well. I'm not kidding. It is the best way. My daughter only, she she's two years old. She can only say things that I have said to her. Seriously, she is incapable of saying words that she has not heard me or her mom or somebody else in her life say. She can only repeat what she has heard from me or from her mother or from her grandparents. And so she only speaks in four word sentences right now. 
and she says it as best as she can based on what she's heard me pray. She's learning to talk by listening to me talk. You learn to pray by praying stuff that somebody else has already done. You have to actually pray to learn how to pray, which is you can get the book until you start praying. Nothing in that book will make sense. That book was meant for depth. The best way to pray is to open up the Psalter, open up to the Psalms, open up to Matthew chapter 6 or Luke chapter 11, open up to another famous prayer uh, in the Bible, Exodus 15, and repeat those words as a prayer and learn how to pray from those people. You need, you, you must actually pray to learn how to pray. You will learn what prayer is in the process. So you could hear people give a great sermon on what prayer is, that prayer moves the heart of God and, and that it's communion. You could learn all those things. Yeah, you, you could know that up here, but you'll, you won't know it here until you pray. And it won't until it's here, deep inside your chest, until it's part of you, you'll have mere ideas. And you won't recognize that you are a partaker of the divine nature and that union with God and communion with God is the end of all of life. It, like like you'll, you'll think that prayer is about getting results, which is kind of a weird thing to think that prayer is about getting results. What do you mean? Is it a workout program? Are you, did you go to dinner with your wife and be like, this was the results of our conversation? Like, no, you, you go to dinner with your wife to have communion with your wife to, to enjoy a meal together. You learn what prayer is. As you pray, and you're going to learn that prayer is communion. You're going to learn that prayer is request. You're going to learn that prayer is confession, both of sin and of what you believe. You're going to learn that prayer is tears. You're going to learn that prayer is reflection. You're going to learn that prayer is reading the scripture. You're going to learn all of that, but you have to do it as you pray. And above all, in a humble heart, you are saying to the maker of everything, I need you. I'm lost without you. I'm weak without you. I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. I love you. I love you. I love you. That's what you're saying with prayer. Okay. Now I've got a couple guidelines for prayer. I got three guidelines for prayer for you. So if you're taking notes, write this down. If you're not, just remember it. They should also be, if you're on YouTube, they'll have them on the screen. All right. Guideline number one, short prayers are good prayers. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. The Our Father prayer, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, is literally 16 seconds if you're taking your time. I timed it before I filmed this video. 16 seconds to pray the Our Father. Short prayers are good. That's from Jesus. That's from Jesus. Short prayers are good prayers. Psalms 20, Psalm 23 takes about 32 seconds if you're kind of taking your time. If you pray, if you were to pray the Apostles' Creed, it probably takes 45 seconds. Short prayers are good prayers. You don't need to have in your mind or in your imagination that if I'm going to pray effectively, I need to find a place in my room, sit down on my knees for an hour and utter words uh, over and over again. That's probably what Jesus meant by vain repetition, not repeating written prayers over and over and over again and letting the cry of your heart come up to the Lord. No, I think he meant trying to conjure up something. Excuse me. To pray. Short prayers are good prayers. Number two, don't try to use your own words. Don't try to use your own words. Pray the Psalms. Pray the Our Father from Jesus. Pray the confession of faith in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. That's a good prayer. 
And then it goes on through Jesus and the Holy Spirit. That is a really good prayer. That's the prayer. I think they came up with the Apostles' Creed in the second century when they were trying to come up with a confession of what's the minimum that Christians have to to believe in order to be Christian. What's, what's the minimum confession with your mouth and belief in your heart? What's the minimum to be to be a Christian, to be initiated into the church? And I'm pretty sure that it was second century that they came. It might have been first century. I'll have to look at my Christian history, but that's a good prayer. Pray the prayer of the saints. I have two of my favorites are from the are from the saints. Saint Augustine has this prayer on the Holy Spirit: "Breathe on me, O Holy Spirit, that all my thoughts might be holy. Act in me, O Holy Spirit, that my work too might be holy." <clears throat> Draw my heart, O Holy Spirit, that I love, but what is holy. Strengthen me, O Holy Spirit, to guard that which is holy. And guard me, O Holy Spirit, that I too might be holy. That's a very short prayer. That's one of my favorite prayers. I pray that every single day. Or there's a prayer of St. Patrick. <clears throat> you know, I've talked about St. Patrick on the podcast, partly because I'm Irish by heritage, and he was awesome. Um, and even though he wasn't Irish, but he's got this prayer. That's just kind of like this, like rah, rah prayer. And I'm not very rah, rah. So it gets me kind of rah, rah. <laughs> that's a lot of, but he goes, I arise today through a mighty strength, the invocation of the Trinity. And he's just, it's just, it's a little bit longer prayer. That one will take you about 90 seconds, but I just printed that off and I just repeat it every day. I don't understand half of it, but it, it's got this great confession at the end. Christ in me, Christ before me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ above me, Christ beneath me, Christ behind me, Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I lie down, Christ ever before me. It's a beautiful, beautiful confession of of Christ. I love that prayer. I don't understand half of it, but I repeat it. So back to our guidelines. Short prayers are good prayers. Don't trust your, or don't use your own words. Use the words of somebody else. If you want to learn how to pray, use the Psalms, use the scripture, use the prayer of the saints. And then uh, tip number three, guideline number three. This is going to sound, let me pray this out. Pray more often, not for longer periods of time. If your goal, if, if you're like setting out to pray and you're like, I need to pray for an hour in the morning. I need to pray for 30 minutes in the morning. Okay. Don't, I would not start there. If you can pray for an hour in the morning, awesome. That's great. But what I mean by pray more often is I mean, throughout your day, say a short prayer that brings you back into recognition that God is for you again, for you, with you, surrounding you, has directed all things from eternity for your good. And somehow you're like, how you might be in a situation where you're suffering. You're like, how is this possibly for my good? It is. It is. You hop in your car and you're like, you're like, Lord Jesus, keep me safe in this car. You pray before a meal. You say, if you see somebody who has uh, their mind is not sound, if you live in a place where there's a lot of drug use, you see somebody say, Lord, give that person a sound mind. Lord, bless that person. That's a good prayer. Lord, bless me. You could just throughout the day say the Our Father. Throughout the day, you can say... Um, Oh, man, I just forgot the words. What's that prayer? Oh, Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. That's a good prayer. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's a good prayer. The Lord is my shepherd, I will trust you. That's a good prayer. Throughout the day, often, pray these very short prayers, often throughout the day. That's way better than one hour in the morning, nothing for the rest of the day. 
nothing else. It's way, way better just to pray frequently short prayers throughout the day because short prayers are good prayers. And you can use other people's words. You can commit them to memory. You can figure out, like write your own prayer that you memorize. That's one to two lines. And use that as your prayer. At the top of each hour, just say it very, very quickly. Holy Spirit, you will be my guide and I will follow you wherever you lead. If you do not say go, I will not go. If you say stay, I will stay. If you say go, I will go. That's a good prayer. Are you going to follow it all the time? Probably not, but it's a good prayer. My three favorite prayers are the Our Father, Psalm 23, and Augustine's Holy Spirit Prayer. I pray those every single day. Those are my three favorite. I pray them in the morning. I pray them just randomly throughout the, the, the day. And don't, don't, I'm not like, oh, holy pious. No, I'm not that at all. <laughs> at all. No, not at all. But that has worked for me. To say these very short prayers that are not my own words. They're somebody else's words. And I feel grace coming into my heart and into my mind and into my life that I wasn't there before. Short prayers are good prayers. Use other people's words. Pray often throughout the day. Not for a long period, not necessarily for a long period in the morning, but just often throughout the day. Because you you need to, you want your life lived in conjunction with God. You want to keep in step with the Spirit. And the way to keep in step with the Spirit is to recognize and turn your attention towards Him. And you do that by prayer. You do that by prayer. You can pray. You can learn what prayer is. You can learn how to pray. You can draw all the benefit of what prayer is and be transformed and renewed, strengthened, and you can have miracles happen in your life. I promise. You just have to seek and ask and you will find. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope it blessed you. If it did bless you, please share it with a friend. Leave a five-star review. That really helps us out. Subscribe on YouTube. If you didn't like anything that you heard just now, well, just Forget that you listen to it all together. That also helps us out. And until next time, this is the Man I Want to Be podcast.